Do it a little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> She's back. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for holding it down. Thank you for bringing the iconic, legendary, trailblazing friend of yours. You just got... you And Ashley. Like, Crystal and Ashley were on. And Ashley. Did you... She li- was included you didn't in listen. that medley of... Y'all, Shanti of, didn't listen. Did you listen to the episode? I, I did not. <laughs> I I don't, do you know. go back and listen to episodes? I've been recording these no, episodes and I, I, never returning. No, to them. I never listen to us again. But if you have a guest and you're by yourself, I try to listen. Why? What do you mean to hear what you talked about? To be up on up to speed? To vet the quality? That too. No. But it's no, it's not to vet the quality. It's literally like if you're doing an episode by yourself, then I wasn't on it. Then I don't know what happened. So t- I. So you had a moment, you had a monologue on this motherfucker, but nobody was on yes, it but you? Yes, I did it. What you I hated saying? it. I could be like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was, you know me, I keep reading um, this here flesh and putting it down and crying a little, crying for a month and then coming back and reading two more pages and putting it down and crying for another month. But I um, read a passage So you like did there. your update by yourself. Yeah, I did my updates. I also did voicemails. So you should listen to the first like wow. 20 minutes. I did voicemails because we had y'all, y'all, thank y'all mm-hmm. so much for calling. But we had over 40 some voicemails. Wow. Y'all have and I don't know what we were speaking about. They got the people going, but they were calling. And I feel like people are behind. So it'll be good that we're taking this break so they can catch up because we're getting voicemails from like previous episodes and stuff. And I just felt bad. I was like, I don't badly rather. I didn't want to have a week where we didn't have them. And then we just, we can't get to them because they're so outdated. So anyway, shout out to you, queen, a star. That's what I'm going to lead with. We did. I did the roots picnic. Antoinette and Amanda came. You didn't just do the roots picnic. You were also a guest on a podcast. You ain't tell us nothing about that. Back on the podcast. I didn't really know about it. For the second year in a row, (laughs) holding it down. But anyway, go ahead. The Roots Picnic is a music festival that's been going on since mm, 2008, I think. Mm, I misquoted that. I made it up. I think it's right, though. But of course, it was started by the legendary Roots and has grown to be a 50,000 attendee attended. Mm. Mm. 50,000 people be going to is correct, this. just so you know. Okay, good work by me. They go to this festival, and this is my third year vending with the Sable Collective there. Last year, Antoinette and I had the pleasure of being on the podcast stage, 
And this year I had the opportunity to curate the marketplace. It was actually, they've never had like an official marketplace, but we're working towards making it an official thing. And so there it's two days, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Antoinette and Amanda come on Sunday. I come down, came. give us some tickets. <laughs> right when Antoinette walks in. I'm just men that don't have men that whenever I see them don't know my name. I always have to reintroduce myself. They're always just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We walk past and this man Mm -mm. says my last, my first and my last (laughs) name, apparently. Shanti, Shanti Mayers. (laughs) He starts giving out my social security. (laughs) Hey, Shanti Mayers. (laughs) I turn around, he's like, yeah, 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 what's up with you? Also, get my girl, my girl over there. Tell my girl over there. He runs over, is talking with Antoinette. He, it was like... Um, Please give the demographic It was like, don't man. be a menace to South Central, drinking your juice in the hood. Where, <laughs> where the guy with the koofy comes in and he mugs the black girl out the way to go get to the white don't girl. He just this. like mugged me out the way. No, he did. Yes, he did. Also, I don't, I don't like that correlation of the black girl <laughs> the apologize. white girl you bitch but and me and he's also just like at teetering on we 60 like, years old you make it seem like i'm this he's an, he now that's that i don't know a, how old he is i'm that playing is the original artsy nigga that, i that, know those niggas paved the way for all the niggas that wear red and orange hats and like <laughs> design architecture and nice furniture like that's a real philly artsy boy but it was really funny. And it just continued throughout the That's entire day. And I was Mad like, people wanted to talk to you and you just She's, were oblivious. Why are you denying that? Because you why were oblivious. It, there were it? mad people like, oh my God, around the way curls, I love you. And then I'd be like, Shanti. No. And you just like, wouldn't Internet. come. But you wouldn't come <laughs> would over. Go, you wouldn't say Internet. hi. And a lot, of, a lot of them learned about around, they fell in love with you first and then maybe came through around the way curls. I'm not dismissing or diminishing anything i'm just saying that whatever i realized oh shit when i go out with internet she's she's like no really a star and i hope and i think there is a collective prayer anyway going out there for you to be able to quit your job and step into this role so i'm just adding to to it i'm adding to it because it's happening you you edging you edging over there on the low (laughs) okay um but the roots was great. I want to shout out personally, Brandon motherfucking Panky. Thank you again for um, giving me these opportunities. You know who you are. Shout out to you. Um, I want to mention all because a lot of Around the Way Curls fans that didn't know my name came <laughs> through to the marketplace. I want to shout out Yo-Yo, of course, who came with her sister, her twin sister. Yo-Yo um, has a twin no, sister? No, it's oh. not her twin sister. They just have the same exact face. Oh. Um, Monty, of course, saw Monty. him twice. I didn't see Real Monty Philly. once. I forget he is a Philly nigga. Yeah. Like, Monty? <laughs> I'm always like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, you know, I live here. <laughs> um, France, France. I may be saying your name wrong. I know it started with the FR. I apologize. He knew nothing about the Roots Picnic whatsoever, but was inspired by our conversation. He flew all the way from Florida, I believe, 
And he has made a promise to himself. That's what he wants to do the rest of this year is to go explore different music venues and just put himself out there. So I want to shout you out for one doing that and following through to your word. And I hope you enjoyed yourself um, and being inspired by us. And lastly, Mylon, I may be saying her name wrong, but she was just a beautiful, just cute as a button. I'm probably missing other folks as well. I apologize. These are the names that um, stuck in my head. Don't, don't blame my heart, blame my memory. Um, but y'all were beautiful and great and excited and shared really wonderful energy and I wasn't able to watch many of the acts, but I was able to watch um, Little Brother perform. Mm. And in watching them, I saw so many men like in their giddiest, happiest, most like they were little boys, how excited they were and repeating all of the lyrics and I, it was just such a pleasure. Black, white, they were just so hype. Mm. And just, I was like, this is my kink. I love to see men like <laughs> loving that kind of music. Even when they're like mobbing, I love to see it when they're hyping and some really hood shit. It just, I love to see black men loving music. So that was a joy um, to experience. And um, I also want to shout out all the people that was like, Shanti, why are you working? Saturday I was working a lot, but Sunday is when I stepped away and a lot of people were like, good to see you're not out there working. Good to see, you know, you you followed what you said you were going to do and it did feel good. Um, business is hard. Things don't go as you expect them to go, but um, I'm proud of the preparation. I'm proud of the dope staff that I had there that were fully prepared and it was just a great learning experience so shout out to all of y'all michelle who i shouted out before patrice sakia john digger the whole crew um yeah that's it. it was a it was a good weekend thank you for holding it down while i got my shit together to make it happen yeah the roots was dope um a lot of people wanted to take pictures with shanti and i but shanti wouldn't come for some reason. She was too busy talking to Amanda or talking to some boy or talking to whoever. You were actively in your bag a little bit, and I was here for it. You were like, I'm going to be mixy. I'm going to talk to people, and I'm going to meander and gallivant. And I said, well, all right, sis, do your thing. I'd be screaming your name to come take a picture, and you would just look through me. I did not hear you. You <laughs> Okay, well, I was also very high. So if anybody did meet me, apologies. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I need to relax. Um, but it was, the roots was cool. I, like you, didn't see a lot of acts. I don't know that I went to go see a lot of acts. I missed state property because I was too tired to come Saturday. And that was really who I was looking forward to. But I did see Freeway, the God. That's your baby. That's my boo. <laughs> Jasmine was so irritated with me. She was like... <laughs> Anyway, that's a story for another time. But um, DJ Drama brought out Armani White, Armani Blanco, who, if you are a long time around the way, Curls listeners, before he blew up the way he has, he was on the podcast and was a lovely guest. And I kept Funny. saying, this kid is up next. This kid is up next. And look at him now. And we've stayed in contact. And 
um, it was just a really great thing to see him be brought out, to see him do his thing. And Freeway an was in the background, performer. incredible performer. Freeway ex- was in the background, co-signing him, listening, like rocking with him. And I was like, look at Free. But um, I just ended up hanging out with him for the most part we watched you on the podcast stage do an excellent job you were so comfortable on the mic maybe a little too comfortable if you remember what you said i ain't gonna repeat it but that shit was hilarious was i was yo i was telling i was telling jazz the story and she was in the car <laughs> howling she was like why would she say that i said girl it was too funny. Anyway. I self-sabotage. I need to go to therapy. Why would I say that? Girl, I was oh, rolling. I apologize. But um, Armani sat me down. I've been having a lot of these kind of conversations, which I'm going to get into in a second. First, I want to say to the Roost Picnic, I don't know what you have against Jasmine, but every time she sings, y'all don't turn her mic on. And and to me, it's just, it feels like sabotage. This is her hometown. You got her out of bed. Usher said, Jazz, I want you to come out. I got this great idea. I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to bring Eve out and bring Thought out. And we're going to do, um, what is it? I got you. You got me, mm-hmm. rather. And you're going to sing Erica's part, written by Jill. It's going to be iconic. The way that girl was whispering on that stage, singing to Usher and Usher alone. It I was, was just blank. She was like, she was so annoying. Like, y'all had one job. And she was out there the whole song. So in my head, I'm thinking, sound man, you don't hear this? Can't some Or somebody pass her a mic. But I think what was happening was, I think her sound was coming in through the monitors. So on stage, she could hear herself. Oh. But in the audience... You couldn't hear nothing. Anyway, so I just was like, y'all done got her out of bed, slapped a wig on, <laughs> and then and then <laughs> she cracked the, me up. The crowd was still hype. No, the crowd was so hype when they called her name, but she came out and she started, I don't know why she did this, but she started trying to like dance on Usher. <laughs> started, kind of. She no, was. No, she was, but the she funniest was part was that I sh- I showed her the video and she was like, now, nah, wait a minute. That's not how it looked like in my head. <laughs> she was like, what in the auntie? Then Jasmine sh- is a strong grinder. She is, but that- She really is. That didn't show, she was giving out wallies, you know she was. That didn't show her at her best. I showed her a video of Carisha. She was like, that's what I thought I was doing. That's not, that's not how it came off. She was- But the fact that the shade room posted it was like, she's been waiting for this moment her whole life. I was like, that's a shame. But I will say the Usher was incredible. And it made me want to spend this $2,000 for a ticket to go see him. But not oh. really. But I want to see it. He, I, I know what I said about Usher, and I, and I still stand by it. I think I Usher know. is incredible. I would want to. I would want to see Usher over Justin Timberlake any day of the month, week, second, whatever. Bringing this up again. All I'm gonna say is, even there, I was like, "Yo!" I asked the person that I was standing next to, I was like, "Usher or Justin Timberlake in a verses?" Keep in mind, Justin's got the Backstreet Boys shit, any row partition, any row, and they were like, "Oh man, I don't know." In 20, it might be JT, but I want to see Usher over Justin Timberlake. There is something so charming about Usher, and I realized too, he's a Libra. He's born October 14th. We got the same birthday. Ow! I love him, and I was really proud of him. And I was like, wow, he's, he's just, there's an allure that feels innocent, but still like 
that he would take you down. And He's I appreciate a that. Performer as well. But like, even the even the um even the way that the music, like whoever music directed it, even the intros into the songs, like he really made sure the music came alive. Because if you listen to his catalog, it's it's easy to be like, all right, it's a little slow because it's you know it's R and B, but he he adds something to it on that live show. They are doing construction yeah. outside my door. I don't know I if don't you can hear, hear that. Okay. But anyway, I'm having this conversation with Armani and I'm sitting there um, and we're we're in like this like VIP area and, and shout out to Armani. So sweet. I did not have a VIP pass. He gave me his and then he figured out how to get in himself because that's the angel that he is. And so I'm sitting there and two things happen. Armani is lecturing me on how I need to quit my job, how I need to figure this out and how he hates that I'm working a nine to five and what is my angle and like giving me all of this like strategy kind of talk and keep in mind this kid is I ain't gonna say his age but much younger than me and we found that out he thought I was much younger and I said boy he said oh you're you old as shit it was like the (laughs) moment when um Kevin Hart said to Don Cheadle when Don Cheadle said his age, and he was like, damn, like that was how he <laughs> reacted to me. And I was like, Armani, don't play with me. I'm an older woman. But I'm sitting there. And remember I told y'all that there was a young gentleman caller oh, God. that was interested and that was calling. Child. I'm sitting there. You told him about that? I'm going to tell the world. Yep. I'm going to tell. I th- I yeah, I did. I did. You were, uh, mind you, she's excited about this. I right? don't know she's if like- I was excited. It was cute. I don't know. I I had to it go was a back and listen. Of excitement. Maybe you weren't like hype about All right, it. But if it was I'm like, being oh, honest, I'm gonna. Here. If I'm being honest, the excitement was around. Maybe I will be able to have sex. Oh, that was the excitement. If I'm being completely honest, maybe well, you won't be stupid and talk your way out of the pussy. Maybe <laughs> you'll just hold it together. Maybe just shut up. Girl, nope, he couldn't do it either. So he's walking and he had been, we have been exchanging, you know, a little bit of dialogue here and there, pleasantries, but still it's been two weeks. I ain't seen you yet. So I had already in my head been like, all right, I'm good. Love and joy. He's walking. He's there and he's not from Philly. He's a New Yorker. And I, I see this bucket hat and I'm like, "Is is that, I know that ain't who I think it is. Walking arm in arm, hand in hand, booed up. When I say booed up, like not this is a first date. Not this is even like something new. We're just enjoying each other. This is, that's your dip. That's your lady. That's your girl, girl. And the worst part about it was that when he saw, no, that's not even the worst part. It's second worst. When he saw me. He started scratching his head to drop her hand. No, not a scratching his head with the bucket on. First of all, that's strange. <laughs> scratching his head and turn his back. But the worst part was that he had to stand there in line because he was waiting for food right wow. in front of me. And so Amanda, I, I whispered to Amanda through. like, yo, I tell her what the deal is. And she's like, he is looking dead at you. She's like, we should say hi. And, you know, I don't want to upset any young woman. That's not my Steve. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to say anything. Literally said nothing to him. I was just going to let it die. Like, okay, whatever. I get home. I get home, Shanti. And I get a text that says, you're, first of all. First of all. For, that's what? Come on. You just text I'm me Y E R R. I'm years old. I'm 35 years old. Grow up. Let's go. And you are older than me. Tighten up. 
a father of two, tighten up. So I get this text and I'm looking at it like I'm irritated because I was going to leave you be. I wasn't even going to be smart. Everybody else told me to be a smart ass and say something. You You did. And so I wrote exactly what you wrote or told me to write. I said, oh, did you did you enjoy the um, the concert this weekend? The festival, I think. And he goes, what you talking about? Uh, are the streets talking or you? Oh, girl. He acted as though oh he didn't God. look me in my face. Cognitive dissonance. And I was What's like, with you? yo, you fucking bozo. This is so. Co-. And I just, I'll say, you know what? I say, you look me dead in my face and then dropped, tried to drop your, your you the said girl. That? Yes. I say, you look me dead in my face and then dropped arms and hands with the girl that you were with please stop this is that's that's silly and then he wrote me and was like oh nah I I swear I didn't see you and um and then and then that's what he sent and then I didn't say anything so then he wrote again and was like but you know I I guess if I'm gonna come clean I was like I was hanging out with a shorty this weekend but like what would be wrong with that I didn't respond I said bro that wasn't just a shit. Like, stop, stop. Like, you, as women, you can tell when something's new, when you're just dating. That girl, I felt so sorry for her. I really did. I said, I can't even believe this fool is out her being foolish and trying to be foolish with me. You annoying. Trying to make a fool out of you. Trying to trying to osmosis you into the foolery. I'm like, do you know who the fuck I trying am? To make it contagious. No, Absolutely seriously. Not. Like, do you know who I am? Why are you playing with me? Do you have any clue? Like, I am a quality person. Do you understand the value that I add to people's lives? And you playing in my face? Move. And it wasn't even that deep. (laughs) It really wasn't. It was like, yo, it it wasn't that deep. Like, you didn't have any business trying to holler when you did. It's evident that you didn't. Like, stop. Anyway, that was just corny. And you blocked him, correct? Did I? No, I just stopped responding. There's no. Oh, I thought you He wrote me back. I blocked Oh, blocked in my, in my, I don't need to block him. In your spirit, your spirit. Yeah, he's, he, RIP, are you all right? But anyway, um, and then lastly, I had to go into the office this week. <laughs> and more and more, this has been happening at work where I'm getting these pings. Where it's like ping on Teams. Hey, are, do you have a, are, do you have a podcast? And I'd be like, nope. <laughs> nope. And some people who, if they're cool enough, I'll be like, uh, is this, I won't even say yes. I say, this isn't really something I talk about at work, like literally and shut it down. Girl, why did one of the heads of HR <laughs> come up to me and say, um, I was scrolling on Instagram and I was like, as soon as she said, I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. And she proceeds to tell me. That, that you're a star. But listen, this is what she said. She she said, you know, I had to think about it because I had just gotten out of a meeting that I didn't belong in that was like a little bit insulting, but it was cool. So they were they were gonna anyway utilize me in more of a leadership role in the meeting. But she said to me, and I quote, I can't imagine how what did she say? What was the word? It was the word that she used. Frustrating? Draining? No, not frustrating. Oh, I can't imagine how stifling Stifling. it must be to come here and have to play small 
And when she said that, I wanted to run in the bathroom. I felt the, I felt my tears like coming. I I felt this lump in my throat. My chest got tight. And I know she was literally trying to say, I see you. Cause she told me that she literally was like, I just want you to know, I see you. And I can't imagine what it would be to come here and, and sit in some of these meetings and listen to some of this nonsense after hearing how you operate outside of work and how expansive you are, like the multitudes that you contain, it must be hell. And so she was trying to like, I guess, comfort me and connect with me but oh my god it killed me and maybe it was maybe it was for good I'm sure it was I know the intention was good and if you're listening right now I didn't take it any kind of way but it it just sat so heavy on my heart of like oh my god to hear that to come here and have to play small Mm -hmm. oof that was awful so I, I think I've just been sitting with that all week and then and then on top of my conversation with Armani and then on top of you know some a listener and I haven't been able to respond but a couple listeners emailed and and did say that you know we're hoping that you can leave soon you sound stressed yada yada anyway but it's a powerful thing to have collective um prayer and collective like foresight for you like Mm. oh it's a bit that's a that's not many people have that very few people have that so it's you're on your way it's not even a matter of if it's just when yeah. and it's it's coming okay it's guaranteed is it okay yeah i would say so well those are my updates they felt long-winded but yeah proud of armani love jasmine negro still playing in my face and I still have a nine to five in summary. Moving right along. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share around the way, girls. Y'all, I'm going to ask real nice again because it it worked last time. May you please review (laughs) the podcast. May you please go to Apple, to Spotify, to wherever you listen and review this bad boy. Don't just... Don't just rate it. Like rating is great. Cool, 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 cool. But like write some shit down because I'm telling you, that's the stuff that people read. And I have some folks that are trying to help us out with some pitches. And I would love to be able to cite like our reviews from listeners. So please, please, please help. Doesn't Spotify also allow for it? I said Apple and Spotify, yeah. Oh, okay. Apple is the one that they still value the most but spotify is is um stepping their game up with the listener interaction with like the questions and stuff so anyway go Lovely. ahead and we want to shout out all of our patrons who are newly added to our patreon which is a online subscription in which you can see our podcasts in video form as well as other content that is not available to the public unless you are a patron. Shout out to Sonia, Key, Alexa, Portia, Hayes, Anastasia, <laughs> Ali, and Gloria. Shout out to you. You know who you are. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining our clique, our gang. Um, we are also, we said this a while back, 
just going to remind y'all again, we are going on a break, a two-week break. We will be back. Ooh, internet, I don't know what that week is. Mm-hmm. Um, the third. Is that correct? Yes. We will be back July 3rd on Monday. But we are going to be holding our first town hall on Patreon on June 29th at 8 p.m. Um, if you're a 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for that clarity. If you are a patron, you'll be able to talk with us. It'll be our first time ever doing it. I suppose we'll come up with a theme. Maybe you guys can throw some questions in or something that you guys would like to collectively discuss. But um, that will be happening exclusively for the patrons on Patreon. So thank you again. And we're going to take a break and come back with our hot shit. That's your new song? Yeah. What was the one that you After liked? After these messages. Oh, no. Voicemails. I can't oh. remember what your voicemail <laughs> voice <mail>. song is. <laughs> voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne's World. All right. We're taking a break. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, hot shit. This, I saw this and got hyped for you, boo. Babyface. Babyface released a tiny desk with Tank, Shantae Moore, and Avery Wilson singing leads and background. Avery was eating them up. Ooh, ooh, that man can sing. Boy, oh boy. He was also background for Usher. And he's also going to be the Scarecrow. Oh. Um, in the Wiz. Shout out to the Wiz on Broadway. Now that uh, I don't you that dare. I will support. Don't you dare I will shout support. out the Wiz. I will shout out the Wiz because I've always maintained <laughs> that the musical was excellent. It was the adaptation <laughs> to film that was terrible. And I stand by it. But 
Anyway, this is about Babyface. He killed it. It was wonderful. Did you watch it? Apparently, Charlie Wilson has a really amazing Tiny Desk as well. Yes. I got to see both of them. I love Tiny Desk. It makes me feel claustrophobic, but I do understand the the premise. Um, but I love that. I love being on the YouTubes and just letting them things play back to back. I'll check that out. I don't know if this was mentioned last week, but I just wanted to say happy pride. It wasn't. I'm to so our sorry. community. LGBTQIA community. Shout out to you guys. I wanted to just give a very and girls brief and non-binary folks. God, <laughs> damn guys, always, always something to deeply embedded in our language, honey. Fuck. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know the source of Pride, I wanted to share very briefly, to the best of my abilities, the history in which it started. In 1969, in June 28th, in the Greenwich, 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 am I saying that? Greenwich. Greenwich, say it? Yeah. Greenwich. Say it again so I can Greenwich. Say it. Greenwich. I apologize. But you I'm read it phonetically, that's correct. I did. Yes. Greenwich area of New York. A quote unquote riot broke out. So in the 1960s, the solicitation of same-sex relations was illegal. Basically, to be gay, to appear gay, to dress in drag, to be openly um, affectionate with the same sex was illegal. It could put you into jail. It was also illegal to serve alcohol to gays. And so oftentimes in the natural, beautiful defiance of marginalized folks, Gay folks would gather in bars, and Stonewall Inn was a bar um, that was opened in 1966. It was run by the mob. They had a lockdown on the gay community, apparently, and um, they opened up the Stonewall Inn, which was a gathering place for many gay trans folks, very um, unhoused, a lot of unhoused youth and um, runaways gathered there, um, drank there together, and just shared community. And because of the connection with the mob, um, the mob would tip off and pay off the police. And so oftentimes, any raids or things that were happening, you know, the mob would know ahead of time. But on this particular night, there was a raid by the police that was not uh, tipped off. It was a surprise to everyone. And the police came in, of course, very disrespectfully, very violently, and started um, arresting folks and attacking folks. And a lot of folks said notably the queer or rather the trans folks within that community that attended often were the first ones to kind of throw the punch and fight back. And in retaliation, they began fighting back. They began throwing bottles, rocks, fist fighting, and responding to this violence that was upon them. And a lot of um, folks like to say that it became a quote unquote riot, mm -hmm. but in a lot of the queer folks, language it was actually a rebellion it was them standing up for themselves and what ended up happening was that they barricaded the police inside of the bar and set it on fire and more police had to come of course 
And so this set off days of protests in front of this bar where thousands of people gathered, many of the beloved queer activists um, in the New York community, spe specifically those that are trans, Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, were there um, and were said to have been initiators in this rebellion. And although, of course, Stonewall didn't like immediately change everything, it was the origin for a lot of um, key gay advocacy groups such as GLAD, um, and uh, PFLAG for parents, families, and friends of lesbians and gays. So since then, in June, queer folks gather, they celebrate, they rebel in many ways um, to the uh, status quo, they love each other, they are openly loved by folks that support them. So we just wanna shout out to y'all, happy pride. Happy pride. Um, and thank you for the influence and the power and the resilience um, and paving the way an awful very painful, unseen, unheard, unfelt ways mm. um, to bringing change in this world that just cannot tolerate difference, cannot tolerate expression, cannot tolerate um, a certain freedom that is just guaranteed and, and beautifully expressed in uh, the queer community. So shout out to y'all, hot shit. <laughs> I believe too this Stonewall Inn is still standing. Pretty oh, sure. I know that as for a real? Yeah, you can still go. I know that it's right. You we've passed it. You just don't realize. Oh, I would love to go. What? Yeah. Wow. It's um I know for during COVID there was like chatter that it might close, but I I just looked it up and it says that it's it's still open. It's not like a bar that I frequent so i wouldn't know but it says it's still open and it's still doing its thing and it has um one of the bricks there that is supposedly from that rebellion of that day like wow so it's pretty cool um and pride i went to the pride parade last year what a time boy i, I was i would love to go oh the the pride parade in new york is like no other thing. And all you got, what is the, um, the park by NYU? I know all the New Yorkers are like, girl, how you don't know that? But anyway, it's like this park where all of the misfit toys basically go and any day of the week you can go and meet the most interesting people, Washington Square Park. And so that is where a lot of the parade folks will gather, will carry on, will dance. I went with Black last year. He was taking pictures and interviewing people and it was a time. It was such a imagine. fucking time. I can imagine. Yeah, it was wow. like, it was so much fun. But anyway, moving right along. Child, you know what else is going to be fun? Politics mm -hmm. is usual. Wow, especially Blow. this first one. Let's go. Y'all knew it was coming. Huh, the first ever, ever federal criminal indictment of a president wow. just happened with Donald J. Trump little bitch ah, 37 okay 37 felony counts damn like felony counts y'all including 31 counts under the espionage act of willful retention of classified records i started reading the indictment is 40 some pages 
boy, is it worth the read. Hmm. Everything that I have listened to today and watched from Fox News, Fox, well, Fox News is a little more slated to, this is, you know, they're, they're trying to tear them down. But boy, when that indictment came out, when they released the contents of it, they were like, oh, this is damning. They got a lot of proof. <laughs> they put photos in that indictment. Have you seen these photos of the classified documents? No, I have not been. I'm, I'm far behind on the daily Oh, child. my God. Photos, documents as though he was moving, just thrown in a ballroom, thrown in a shower, in a bathroom, in his bedroom, confidential documents, like boxes spilled open, like papers just all shoved on the floor, just, just floating around. And so some of these documents, they have like military plans on them. Some of them says like, only for the big five, which is like our five top um, allies. I forget who they are. Canada, Canada, Australia, fuck, England, whatever. Australia's top one? Yeah, can't, Australia's up there. Anyway, I'm going to read this so I don't get too excited. But prosecutors allege that Trump arranged to remove a massive collection of highly sensitive classified material, much of which, which consists of intelligence about the defense and weapons capabilities of the United States and foreign countries. The charging document also says that on at least two occasions, Trump showed classified documents to visitors without security clearances and ordered an aide, Walt Nuta, to begin moving boxes to obscure them from investigators. Trump did this without warning or informing his attorney who was preparing to search Trump's property in compliance with the court author authorized subpoenas to recover said records. Keep in mind, a couple of Trump's attorneys already quit today after mm. this indictment Child. came out. It was like deuces. Child. Boxes toppled in Trump's Mar-a-Lago storage room where papers were, I said this, they were strewn all over the floor. They were also found in his ballroom, his bedroom, his bathroom, and even his shower. If Trump is ultimately tried and convicted on the 37 counts, he faces pot a potentially lengthy prison term. We'll get into this. Each count of willful retention of records carries a maximum 10-year sentence that's each count he got 37 counts y'all okay which the six obstruction charges each carry tw 20 a 20-year 20 sentence maximum sentence mm. Mm. false statements are also included in these documents so to be clear they have people who have recordings of trump asking them to hide the documents this indictment is so damning I mean, and then not to mention, he's been on CNN town hall. He's been on all the Trump so truth social, I guess, saying that he has a right to take these documents. But the I think the big part of this is that they can they can prove collusion now because they have people who are saying, no, he told me to hide mm -hmm. it. He told me to do why? this before the attack. This is now the indictment doesn't have to tell you why it just has to tell you what he did. We still have no idea why he wanted to keep these documents, which is really, really concerning. 
I mean, the other thing about this is that the prosecution has asked that the judge throw attorney-client privilege out the window because some of these statements are from said attorneys. I don't know what that means. I apologize. So attorney-client privilege is when, okay, if you were my attorney and you're on the stand, you have a right to say I attorney-client privilege, like, I can't tell you what my client oh, okay, told okay, me okay, in okay, confidence. Okay, okay. Like I can't put my shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I can't put my client in a okay. position where, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll uh-huh. tell his business. It's all. It's like mm-hmm. a therapist has that right, mm-hmm, and an mm-hmm. attorney has that right. They are mm-hmm. asking for that to be thrown away, and and they might get it because they have so many people that are willing to testify and say, "Yeah, this happened." Wild times. So the other thing that I think. I, I I don't know, after reading half of this, I don't know how he doesn't get found guilty. Now, the judge that has been randomly selected is unfortunately a Trump-appointed judge. Mm. I am It's a woman, and I'm hoping that this woman is recused because she just got a, 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 an appointed um, panel of judges. I, I don't understand all of the logistics around it. But Republican appointed judges just overturned a ruling that she just made that had to do with Trump, where they were like, what law are you reading? Like, you're Mm. just doing him a favor. So Mm. we're thinking a lot of folks are thinking she's going to have to recuse herself or that the prosecution is going to say this judge is unfit for this case and and cite previous cases. But regardless, reading this indictment, I don't know how he gets he doesn't get some sort of charge. Now, I don't think he's going to see jail time. I think he'll be on house arrest or some shit. And house arrest in Mar-a-Lago is like, okay, fine. But that's something to keep in the, mind. The, go ahead. Go ahead. Last this thing. Just, oh, shit. Oh, my now goodness. we're talking over each other. Last thing. This indictment is Trump's second in the past three months. He also faces a 34-count indictment in New York City for allegedly falsifying business records in connection with hush money payments to Stormy Daniels to prevent her from alleging an affair in the final weeks of the 2016 election. And two more criminal probes could result in further charges. A second probe by Smith of Trump's by Smith, who's one of the, um, what is it? Uh, shit. I can't remember. Smith isn't down in in in, in uh, Georgia, but anyway, this this is around Trump's bid to circumvent the 2020 election and put pressure on the on the Georgia um what, what was the guy's name in Georgia? Fuck the governor. Anyway, he put pressure on him to find the other votes, so he mm-hmm. still got more cases pending. But a lot of these he can just keep throwing. You can you can extend them for a long time, right? Especially when you have money, you can make Mm-mm, these. Not this, draw not the case. Justice Department. No, ma'am. Really? Mm-mm. They, he has to show up to court next week. So this could affect his. Yes, we're gonna get into campaign. that campaign. It's absolutely can affect his campaign, but which is oh no, this he's is still all the terrible. front runner. He's still by far the front runner for the Republican Party. The Republican Party. McCartney is backing him up. It's saying this is this is not that he not that Trump isn't wrong, 
but that other people have had classified documents. Hillary Clinton's emails, Joseph Biden had Biden, classified, yeah. but mm -hmm. the difference is Biden reported it. There are many times when people accidentally take classified documents. Not only did he report it, but when, when and if the documents were requested to be returned, he didn't try to hide them. And there's mm -hmm. no proof around that. Yeah. So it's it's two I'm very different things. Let me put these in the shower real quick. They won't look there. Bro is crazy. <laughs> what? He's crazy. What? Anyway, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this because this is a developing story that I have to deep dive into more as I read the indictment. But I also think it's going to be very interesting to to understand how these Republican presidential hopefuls handle this because now they're not going to be able to talk about their policy as they're in Iowa and as they're already campaigning. Now they're going to have to focus in on Trump. And that's exactly what they don't want to do. They don't want to keep talking about Trump because he's the obvious front runner. But now they got to speak up. Why? Why do they have? I'm confused by that. Why don't they just be quiet and let that play out? Why do they have to? You, you to can't. You got to take a stand because if you're a journalist, that's the first question. Like, hello, this is your adversary on the campaign trail. Of course, I'm asking mm. you, what are your thoughts on on mm. um, the how we keep classified documents yeah. safe? Interesting. You know, what are you should Donald Trump should a former president of the United States go to jail? What are your thoughts? If you were elected, would you pardon former President Donald Trump if he's found guilty? All of these questions are going to be asked. And they're right now trying to figure out how the fuck to answer them. <laughs> Shit show. Which they could finesse. Which they could finesse. I don't know if, if he could finesse this, though. I mean, I don't know if Trump can finesse this. If Trump. Wow. Tr I don't it, know if he can, but maybe you got to read it. All you the other can candidates can maybe finesse it a little bit, depending please, on their the re and, the, and, and I beg the around the way curls community. I know 40 pages sounds like a lot. Skim the shit. They really a lot of its pictures. You got to see the pictures where they have this at. Just Google it, it. You can just Google it. It's 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 um, it's uh, readily available. But the the, <laughs> the reason why most indictments are like four pages, three pages. This is a 40 page indictment because they want it to be more specific. They know that Trump's going to lie. They they did so much due diligence it's it's almost as if they have their legal case in the indictment. You know, indictments are usually, this is what we think you did. Now we're going to go to trial and we're going to prove it. They put this indictment together because they know this is the first fucking time they're doing this with the former president. And they said, this is what we think you did. This is why we think you did it. Or excuse me, this is why we, we think, this is how we know, basically. We got proof. This is the proof we got. And we're hoping that this lays everything out so that the American people know that you're a liar. Crazy Child. times. Please, y'all read it. Skim it. Do something. Anyway, now here we go Another with this. Another interesting <laughs> person runs for president. <sighs> Dr. Cornell West Child. runs for president. I, I guess you mentioned last week about Mike Pence, Chris Christie. I don't know if I mentioned either one of them. And... I, we need to talk about what Nikki Haley said. Speaking of pride, Nikki but, Haley, who's the black guy? Uh, so, fucking Scott Smith, Tim Scott, Tim Scott. This is very interesting. Um, it's a lot of folks, Republican candidates that I would just listen to the daily about all of them. Very interesting. It talks about their stances and and how they 
engage with Trump as well. It's really interesting. But anyway, Dr. Cornell Rust is running as a third party candidate for the 2024 presidency. I quote, this is his quote, in this bleak times, I've decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party. Apparently, the People's Party um, is an extension of, oh, God, what's my boy's name? Socialist. Oh, God. Take your time. Hold on. It's my boy, too. Should have just avoided bringing that up. <laughs> no, it's okay. Everything's fine. Have to take your time. What's his name? Um, I don't. Everybody loved him. What the fuck is his name? Jewish guy, senator of what? Vermont or something? Bernie. Bernie. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Uh, it's from his. The People's Party is an extension of his um, campaign a, a while back. The People's Party is also deeply rooted in the Black Panthers. What? Well, no, I think the People's Party became like a, also like an official thing via Bernie, Bernie Sanders folks. But I mean, it could be a double okay, entendre. Keep going. Who knows? I listened um, a little bit to his interview that he had on Democracy Now! with um, Amy Goodwin. Goodman, excuse me. And this is a quote from one of his his interviews, he says, you know, my dear sister, Amy, I'm a jazz man in American politics and jazz is about blues and blues is about catastrophe, lyrically expressed and candidly confronted and artistically transfigured. And the catastrophes have to be wrestled with. It could be ecological ones. It could be economic ones of grotesque wealth inequality. It could be social ones, political ones, psychic ones. And then there is swing, which is different concept of time. So we have ways of authorizing a better True. future given what seem to be all of the closed routes, all of the foreclosures, all of the alternatives trumped. So you have to make sure that the vitality and <laughs> energy that have we have in swings in such a way that you never lose hope and have in solidarity with oppressed people around the world world and of course the third element is improv improvisation <laughs> improvisation and improvisation is about what well it's not just an artistic skill as ron carters and geniuses like that still alive remind us it's also a form of practical wisdom as freedom fighters we've got to be improvisational we've got to be flexible we've got to be fluid we've got to be protein we've got to learn how to listen we can't be dogmatic we can't be ossified we can't be petrified and how we look at the world anyway that is straight this i is used wait. all <laughs> wait wait this is all off of his dome I, he says <laughs> how you what you gonna do he says well i'm a jazz man <laughs> and then goes in, no this nigga. but wait listen i used to fun fact i used to work for Wynton marsalis and this is literally how these brothers talk that's how this they is talk. it. And they, Off everything. The fucking dome. Yes, but everything. And, and that's why I knew I, you didn't even have the quote here. That's how I knew you were going to say improvisation because I know those three tenets of jazz swing and, <laughs> and they use it as a metaphor for liberation in every single wow, fucking way. I love it. They do it all the time. Ron Carter does it. Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Like they all do it. Got you. You can continue because I got. I'm, if you go I'm back into what he says, it sounds. Um, it sounds very beautiful, but his, what did he say? Uh, what did you take from that? Basically, that if you have to to <laughs> to go into all of this, hold on. He's basically saying that you have to be flexible. You can't be hard. 
you have to be able to be fluid. You have to have faith in um, what's right. You have to have yeah, yeah, faith yeah. What's your in, policies, Dr. Cornell So in West? his policies, what he said he's going to do um, is he wants to end the war in Ukraine. How? He defines as a proxy war. He wants to disband NATO. How? He wants to forgive all student debt. How? He wants to expand social security. How? And he wants to invest in clean air and energy. His shit don't sound no different than what Biden and all these other niggas promised us. I mean, by being the president, Here's by his- stepping in and, and making his meetings and <laughs> she said making opening his it meetings. up. Made his meetings, open right. it up to. I respect to- Dr. Cornell West. I do. I really do. The The grave concern around this is that I was watching Ebony K. Williams today on the Grio. She had a really great point. She was on with April Ryan and she was saying that the Democrats are failing miserably with what? What do they always fail with? Their fucking messaging. And so she was in a room full of black men and I know where she was. She was at the gentleman's factory in Brooklyn. And she was in this room with these black men and they were talking about how um, unimpressed they are with Biden, how they voted for Biden last time and how this year they're not really, they don't feel activated. And that's fine. Like you don't have to be a Democrat. You could be whatever you want to be. Just be activated, please. But they don't feel activated and they're probably not going to vote. And so she was saying, well, why is that? And they were like, well, he's not doing anything for black Americans. But the messaging is so poor because there is stuff being done. And she goes on to cite that stuff, how Kamala Harris is doing um, work within equity when it comes to home ownership and when it comes to home appraisals, how Kamala Harris is doing the work to make sure that black women are getting the correct health care, especially when it comes to pregnant black women and maternity, like Things are happening. The debt limit, Biden expertly negotiating to make sure that that debt ceiling was raised and that our Social Security for parents, for my dad's on Social Security and everything else, that Medicare and all that stuff is not touched when the Republicans could have absolutely strong armed him and cut those very important I mean, life changing programs for folks that they want. That's what they want to do. All of that stuff affects us. And so, again, the messaging sucks because we don't even realize it. We don't even hear about it. And they haven't done a great job at positioning Kamala in a way where she can actually speak about this shit. So I say all this to say shout out to the good brother, Dr. Cornell West. I'm I'm positive that there is more that Kamala Biden, the whole administration could and should do. I I can think of some off the top of my head right now. Like we still waiting for the George Floyd uh, stuff to get passed, but it won't, it won't get passed because he can't get it through Congress. Fine. Because whatever I say, splitting the vote only helps the Republicans within the system that we have, the structure that we have. I know we ha- we have to figure out how to blow it up. We, gotta, we have to come up with other ways. It is very terrifying for me to hear that black men are saying that not only are they not interested in voting, they probably won't vote, but now they might go vote for Dr. Cornell West, who is going to talk some shit that absolutely 
he probably means and absolutely absolutely um would be beneficial if he could get it done for us i don't know that he knows how to get it done with the complexities of the office and government and politics but at the end of the day why do you think that he wouldn't why why if trump trump's history trump's character trump's education was a was um able to run for president and to engage the population and to be able to move um the mountains and a lot of the influence that he had why do why why is that any different than cornell west so I oh because i deep- think cornell west has integrity and a heart and doesn't fear know, monger just, wh- so why, I, i'm going to answer your question Trump was effective. He wasn't smart. He didn't understand politics. It's showing right now that he didn't under he doesn't understand how this shit actually works. Trump was effective in the way in which he fearmongered and he had the right people around him to get his his work done. And he got the votes and he got was able to raise a ton of money and have a ton of influence and also had, you know, corporate America backing him as well. But he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing in foreign policies, cozying up mm-hmm. to Russia and everything else. He was lucky enough to have the right people around him. Dr. Cornell West, I don't believe will fearmonger in that way. I think he's going to keep his integrity about him, which sadly makes him less effective, which means now you have to really know your how to maneuver politically. And that is dirty business that I don't know that Dr. Cornell West I don't, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying, I know, I know he's brilliant. I know he's bright. That's a whole other beast. That's a whole other monster. And I can't imagine, again, the presidency sounds like the hardest job in the world, trying to appease these three branches of government, trying to make sure foreign affairs are straight, trying to balance the budget, trying to like, and then having to play dirty, but seem nice at the same Mm -hmm. time. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if people who are deeply rooted in liberation, true liberation, are cut out for that. It's like when the guys, who were the two guys in Tennessee, the two um, senators, state senators who were ousted, Mm -hmm. those black Mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. A story came out that one of them told someone in the elevator, make sure you vote me out. Vote me out before he was ousted and then got on his soapbox. A lot of people were furious about that because they were like, oh, you just wanted your, you just wanted to be on your soapbox. You wanted the limelight. You mm-hmm. you manipulated us. My head went, oh, he's going to be a great politician. He knew exactly what that was going to do. He knew that he was going to get power. He knows how to play this fucking game, how to make the media jump on that. And now he's going to be even more powerful and even more influential because he knew he would be able to get back in. So it's that kind of dirty work that I'm like, you got to know how to manipulate that. And I I don't pretend to, but I I, I don't know if Dr. Cornell West can. I think it's, I think it's powerful just to disrupt and to speak about and to shed light on how both the democratic as well as the Republican party are deeply entrenched in this kind of double speak Mm -hmm. as well as their um, being influenced by um, corporations and their global 
um, the global consequences and the ec ecological consequences of the, the these binaries and this idea of like, oh, you got to pick one or the other because if not, you're weak and your voice isn't heard. I think it's dope that he's out there. I think it's dope that folks can see um, somebody that is speaking truth, that is taking that um, risk that may not be able to win, but is out there being like, oh, this, this shit is all fucked up. And, and there is another way and there is another possibility. And it isn't just a binary. And we can be governed people and not governed by this thing that in our guts we all know is is wrong and is destructive I, and may, maybe in terms of votes and politics it won't work but i think um i think it's dope I, that i hear what you he's doing it's not and i think it's it's i think it's powerful in it it, in it just is being uh being out there it is powerful the last thing i'll say on it though is that it comes at a cost and while it all we does, child. And while we say that it's, you know, that it's dope, that it's this and that, when when those votes, because he's not going to get Republican votes. He's going to split Democrat. Ain't no Republicans voting for Dr. Cornell West for the most part. Like, hello. But when he starts splitting that Democratic vote, that's when it's going to get real tricky. And it's going to be like, yeah, that was great to have this light shed, but now we have we stripped the vote so much that now, you know, now we're in danger of having a Republican. Or it's just like, oh, it's shining a light. Like this all is fucked up. This it, game that we're playing. It's is not a, oh, shining a light. If, if he's, if he starts to take the votes and has no chance of winning, it's, it, oh. it's, and that, and I think that's the difference between being, having integrity the way that you do. And and one and being deeply rooted in liberation and and approaching this from a political mind of can you win? If not, then the votes that you're taking is it are making us in danger of not being able to secure the presidency and possibly have a Trump or a Ron DeSantis in the in the White House. And then I mean, Biden against Trump or Ron DeSantis even now is just like. The, where where are the Democratic candidates? Where are they? It's going to be Biden. I don't know that Biden <sighs> shouldn't be the Democratic candidate. I understand that he's old, but the jobs report, even Fox is reporting like this. They hated to report it. It's soaring. It's so he's getting stuff done. And we don't we don't. It's not again. The messaging is not there. He's literally getting stuff done. So in this, at this point, it's like, well, why wouldn't he be the candidate outside of his mm. age? Mm. Kamala's getting stuff done. So if something happens to Joe, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be our front runners? I, I have yet to hear anything outside of age to to support yeah. I mean, them I not being it. We we don't have to have a huge thing to go into it i guess i guess it's people that are are, are concerned about yes and if we're talking about a um keeping this machine going sure he's doing a great job but those that are concerned about immigrants because he is tightening a lot of the um laws around mm -hmm. immigration or around the environment or around war and the consequences of that you know, it's more of the same. And yes, he's doing it. It's getting done, but it's still more of the same. And I think that is where people are frustrated. And and I don't know. I feel like even Obama 
he got a lot of votes from who we would think would would be right wing middle america white whites because he spoke to something in their guts and in their intuition and this idea of hope right like just hope that i don't know that i don't know if they can follow the messaging <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's, they could actually follow him, but if they could look at the transcripts and read it, they the might messaging. be like, oh, this nigga talking that shit, though. I hear you. The messaging. But when he's saying... Yeah. It's, I'm telling you. <laughs> we can't be ossified. We can't be petrified in how we look at the world. And I'm not saying I that I wouldn't love to explore the idea of Dr. Cornell West. Could you imagine being a the, world where he's president? No, honestly, I couldn't. It's, <laughs> it's outside of my scope. But... I. I'm not saying that I'm hating on it. I'm just saying that I don't know. He did a really interesting in a very interview. Way, the way the world is, it's just, girl. He did a just very interesting game. interview with Jake Tapper, and Jake Tapper was like, "So, are you running to win, or are you running to get Cornel your messaging Westin? across?" Yeah. Uh -huh. And Cornell West was like, well, brother Tapper, what you never go into a situation where you don't want to win. We are, you know, started doing his whole thing. And, and Jake Tapper was trying to stop from laughing because he was speaking in these circles and in this po poetry that He's like a Gemini. He can't help himself. Yeah. They just come. No more. Just, no Gemini's in the fucking. Are we are oh, Trump is already a Gemini are, we're we are like well into this episode an hour and some changing do we want to keep going are we really yeah girl it's an hour and seven minutes child well That's we cannot right. we would be wrong not to talk about it you have to. I mean first and foremost um I just we won't dwell on this but I just want to send grounding light and warm 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 warmth um and consolation to the family um, of A.J. Owens. I don't know how to say the sister's name. A G.K. Um, her, I watched a video and her mother said her name. And I please blame it on my memory, not my heart. But the woman that was shot by her white neighbor in front of her four children. Mm. The woman, Susan Lorenz, has been arrested and charged with manslaughter with a firearm. And I just want... Again, I really do believe in collective prayer to just wrap around those babies who are dealing with trauma and are blaming themselves for the death of their mother and are probably just just have demons on their back in this moment. So all parties involved, just lots of love, lots of light and grounding and give them ease in their lives. Please, God, the angels are there. Let them swoop in. And help this family who's in need of um, in need of it. Um, we'll just Tell, mention for this folks who didn't wait, wait, but for folks who don't know what happened, give it the time, please. I'm sorry. Um, last week there has been a rift between these two families for a while. It's a fifty-year-old, fifty-eight-year-old white woman and a thirty-five-year-old mother of four. They were neighbors to one another. There has been continued tension between the two of them um, grounded in the children because the children would often play in the field next to the white woman's apartment. Neighbors have said for a long time that this woman has been reacted very nastily towards it. And there's been tension between them. It came to a head last week when the children were playing in the yard. The white woman was yelling at them apparently throwing racial slurs and physically threw a skate, a, a roller skate at one of the children. The children, of course, went into the house, told their mom what happened. 
of course the mom went over of course she is probably upset her energy was probably high of because course what the fuck and went and knocked on the white woman's door the white woman shot her through her locked door hitting her in the chest the ch uh, at this time her children are pacing crying um trying to resuscitate her with cpr oh she God. later dies in the hospital and of course the woman tries isn't immediately arrested because of the stand your ground laws in florida but deeper into the case and i i'm i don't know who this official was um child i don't know the official name but apparently one of the police officials was very sympathetic and was the energy was very like yo this is fucked up my hands are tied they weren't in any way defense of susan but we're like, like we just we have to go through this protocol this isn't right and eventually she has been arrested um within this week but aj's mother if you guys can look um shared a video where she goes out she talks about her baby and how much she loved her and the loss and how her children are blaming themselves and how they feel like I couldn't save my mom because mm -hmm. they were there. And it was because of them asking for her to defend them, which is just natural. Like it just makes me so upset. It makes me so sad that this happened and she's our age. This could have been, yeah. she was a young woman. She had a whole life ahead of her. This when you're like, in stepping into your prime of your um your life and you're starting to reap all of the hard work that you put in as a mother she had a three-year-old baby a nine a 12 and i think 11 year old i may have made up those numbers but uh, i have i have faith that the spiritual world and angels are are there for those children and they're not abandoned but my god what a what what speaking of the susan what the fuck is wrong with you what the fuck is wrong with you but this is where we were talking about things being effective and not good that is again it's more fear-mongering it's more um division like that's how folks are effective if speaking of the collective though if you want to support the family and support by sharing the story, support by signing petitions, donating. Um, AJ's mother put together a full website, justiceforajowens.card, C-A-R-R-D dot co, C-O. Yes. Um, we've shared it on Twitter and check it out. I mean, there's so much. Sign the petition. She goes into detail about what happened, donate to the family, contact officials and demand justice. There's a whole, there's a hyperlink that will take you right to the, the state's attorney to call, um, the sheriff to call. It, it's a really beautiful in depth. and yeah. in-depth site. I would definitely, site. can you share that link? Yes, I'll yeah. share it. Yeah. That's really important because God give them ease at the very least. Don't let them have to like scrounge for resources to, um, yeah, to raise those babies up. Um, yeah. Well, um, reason number 578 that the world is ending and we've <laughs> passed the threshold of no return. I think we all need to really sit with that. Um, for the first time, I know a lot of the folks in the West Coast are 
can't help but feel felt and seen and heard now. Shout out to you guys. We did not know. We did not know because how could you know? The East Coast is now experiencing the effects of the Canadian wildfires. 414 wildfires are still burning in Canada. 239 are categorized as out of control. Can we sit with that? It's too many. There's a lot. The heat, the energy, the sound, the animals, the just the kinetic reality of that. You sound like Cornell West. I'm sorry. <laughs> Because you have to understand the reverberation into the energetic ecological fields. Wait, she said uh, the kinetic energy of it. I said, girl. <laughs> okay. Have you ever, uh, just a fucking. No, you're right. You're absolutely Campfire. Right. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, Eyes just a burning. campfire. I'm like, this shit crazy. You hear this? You see this? 414 fires? Also, oh, how do you count count a fire? Exactly. What's one fire? You just make a shit up at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, how do you count how a you fire? Count a, one that's fire. A good <laughs> that, that's such a me question. Like, hold up. I tweeted and I was like, can somebody send me a picture of the Canadian wildfires? I'm trying to see some real quick. Because I was like, I ain't seen no wildfires how do you count? yet. That sounds like a Pocahontas lyric. How do you count <laughs> the fire? <laughs> this is not funny. We're, we have to laugh from keep from crying. <laughs> But I, we were supposed to record yesterday. We didn't record because I, my head, my head was hurt. pounding. I slept all day. I stayed in that house. You did? You ain't go to work, child? I didn't go anywhere. I stayed in the house. I stepped outside. I said, oh. Girl, the way New York black kept saying, why is New York stuck on sepia? I <laughs> He's like, I'm sick of Wait, it. Wait, the way Blacks, I, I have to applaud him for the post that he said. He said, it's the end of the world. Y'all got to be honest about some shit. Y'all ain't know what was going on in, in succession half the time. <laughs> Did he say I that? <laughs> he said, let's be honest about some shit. The rappers ain't rapping on beat. And y'all know y'all ain't know what was going on in succession half the that. time. I can't stand him. howled. <laughs> oh my god oh thank you so much see when in doubt just laugh shout out to the new black the god wow the algorithm doesn't show me his stuff see the world is ending anyway the western u.s agriculture secretary tom vilsack says it's no longer a matter of if wildfire will threaten many western communities in these landscapes it is a matter of when what an ominous threat nigga what in the guaranteed fatality? Listen. Wow. It no, it really it really affected me. It was um not yesterday I stayed in the house all day, but what was the, what's today? Mm. Wednesday. Friday. Wednesday when I first stepped out, I stepped out at like six o'clock around six o'clock to take Joe to school or whatever, and I was like, what in the <laughs> what is going on and then throughout the day it just got thicker and thicker and i was just it was it was surreal i was like yo this is so weird why am i going to a meeting right now <laughs> why am i why am i doing any things that i'm doing and there's a like 414 fires girl you can't Canada. count fires though you can't it's a lot internet 
I want to know. It's but a I'm big say four fire. For, it's one big ass fire. But that's what I'm saying. So how did you get to 414? Is it by Maybe square foot? Maybe they had different accounts. Like different people like, there's a fire over here. He was like, Becky one. There's a fire over here. No, that's not. Pascal two. Be, there's a fire over here. No. Like, that, it's got to be different. Shanti. No, I, I think they must have it to it's a It's got to be by they a square must. footage. Every square foot counts as a fire. So a certain amount of square footage. I well, don't probably know. under under calculating under reporting mm-hmm. and it no was scary knows. in New York it, it came here in, in on Tuesday because I went into work to the office and then by the time I left the office I got so nervous from from what was I was in downtown Manhattan and I immediately went to my phone and was like was there an attack like I you thought this something no I had no idea oh. So I was walking around about to go get my car and I was terrified that it looked like yeah. there was a real, there That's was a fire triggering. in the city and a lot of people were outside scared because, you know, people here have PTSD. So child Canada, take tighten up. All right. That was too Not much. you blaming it on Canada. That was too much. All right. <laughs> What's his name? Trudeau. Trudeau. He Trudeau. says, coming for you. Tight up. I, the, the, the spiritual significance of fire is very interesting, though. It's a purification, destruction. I'm telling you, Mother Nature, she's going to do her thing. I kept saying, I was like, they got to stop saging so much. Not the smudge. Not they the smudges, spiritual, global smudge. God, stop playing. We be better. Speaking It'll of smudge, okay. Erica Badu. Erica had some words for Blueface, and Blueface's mama ain't like this shit. I don't care to talk about Blueface at all. You put this on here, so go ahead. I (sighs) thought it was it was about Erica and her magic child. All right, go ahead. Blueface dropped a new video where he's rapping under a group of four pregnant women, which is just distasteful, being as though he's being very abusive and dismissive of his pregnant baby mother, Krishan. Erica shared the video and just said in her stories and in her Instagram stories and said, what'd she say? Trash. And said, universe do his thing. Child, a week later, he's in jail for robbery. <laughs> he is locked up right now. <laughs> Don't fucking play with Erica Badu. Yo, Erica. <laughs> no one, no problems with her. That's, also, not surprising with him. Also, we don't want to see black men incarcerated. Also, duality is a thing. Maybe this one we do. Also, like, restorative justice. Also, like, I don't know how to feel about this, but also, all I like, know is can't stand Also, like, you broke because you robbing people. Like, you, <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> First of all... I don't know nothing about that kid. I don't like him. I don't like the looks of him. And and then the old baby mama is back in the picture, and he said he liked her because she only been with one dude, which I <gasps> guess was him, and he was so abusive towards oh, her. He's so terrible. He's so miserable. Krishan was at the Roots picnic. She was. She came out of Glorilla's performance, looking all cute and pregnant. And also, girl, go to Erica Badu and get your get into your white, and and get into your initiation oh, and become a white? daughter of Oshun. Or Queen of Fua. Stop resisting it. Krishan is not innocent in all this either, but I'm praying for her. But the the baby is, and she's carrying the baby, so we got to protect her. That's how it works. Sorry. It was really triggering for me because I saw her on a live crying, crying. Mm. Like, I hate him. She's just, you can see all her body and her 
that that all that goes to the baby. I remember that kind of like anger and hopelessness and like that goes to your baby. I was mm. like, oh, girl, girl. Do well, we even mention this? Universe do its thing. No, no, because we didn't. That was last year. Um, Internet, tell us why I don't understand this. I don't understand why you're upset about this. I'm very excited. Why am I Apparently upset? Apparently Kim Cantrell. I'm not upset t- about it. Oh. I when did I say like, I was I upset care. about it? I thought you posted it in protest and anger that Kim Cantrell, Sam, is returning to the HBO new Sex in the City no, series. No, it was because I had just said I'll never watch that shit. And now oh, I got to go back and watch it. to watch it. I love but that. But I feel like maybe I can watch it without the first seat, like the first season back. I don't need I to watch like it first. The first I like it. It's, you should watch it. It's I not just, bad. I heard it was. I mean, it's it's corny, but it's also oh, like, yay. Wanna... It's also given the same kind I of I heard vibes. that What's-Her-Face left Steve, and I don't have time for that. Oh, Did God. she leave Steve? Girl, you got to watch the show because it's a whole fucking thing. She left Steve for Girl. My, my... um. My Latina lesbian chick, she could sing her I ass off. I tell you this premise because others will want to watch it who have Listen, not seen it. her leaving, she did not deserve Steve. She didn't treat Steve, Steve was well. was not putting it down. Steve, Steve was, was putting not it show, down. Not, apparently he was not. Oh, in the movies. Three and in years the sh- of it. <laughs> in the movies and in the old original show, Steve was putting it down. I remember them having sex. And I was like, okay. You, you don't remember what? that? You need to watch it. I really he had his hand on it. the pelvis too, trying to make sure it hit the right spot. Do you remember? He was behind her. They were sitting. I remember it vividly. They were sitting oh. up, and I said, "That hand, the placement of that hand." Oh, good job, Steve. Okay, I love Steve. No, and and, and the, Carrie's about to oh. get back with Aiden. I don't have time for this. Aiden, the, you deserve more. Leave her the, alone. <laughs> Carrie's a way, terrible person. The way that they um, portray this thing with Steve, we all are up. Like, it's a it's a clear, like, why? <gasps> you know, Steve isn't a bad guy in this. We're all like, but that's a good, like, that nigga love you. Like, why? So she but left him because of like sex. That. Women are like that. Sorry Ooh, for she slapped that. the women mic. Are li- <laughs> women are like that, and we're not going to act like we don't. Like, not, not a nigga being nice to me. Yuck. Boring. Oh, see, I don't have time Gotta for that. Gotta find something else. I, all I'm praying for is somebody to be a little bit nice and not dumb. Mm-hmm. We gonna talk about it. Go ahead. Last uh, but not least. That's not the last thing on here, but continue. What else we got? One more. Oh, just one more God. quick thing. <laughs> we gotta talk about. Shout out to Tyler James Williams of Everybody Hates Chris. He cute. Abbott Elementary. He is cute. You heard he him rap? Re- he can rap. Did you hear his freestyle? He is a he is Ooh, a complicated, multi-dimensional man. He tall too. He he ate that shit up. Go ahead. He's been catching a lot of um, side eyes, innuendos. You know, uh, a lot of questioning his sexuality, and he finally addressed it on his stories. And he says, "Usually, I wouldn't address stuff like this, but I feel like it's a conversation bigger than me." I'm not gay, but I think the culture of trying to find some kind of hidden trait or behavior that a closed person lets slip is very dangerous. Mm. Being straight doesn't look one way. Being gay doesn't look one way. Overanalyzing someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contributes to the anxiety a lot of queer and queer questioning people feel when living when they fear living in their truth. It also reinforces an archetype many straight men have to live under 
under that is oftentimes unrealistic, less free, and limits individual expression. I've been very clear about the intentionality I try to put into using my platform to push back against these archetypes every chance that I get. Now, I had my tail in between my legs because there are many times that an effeminate man has been labeled gay or there's a question around like, oh, he gay. I know Drake recently had his nail polish on. <laughs> a lot of people were like, bring masculinity back. Say who Bitches was. is mad niggas. She said a lot of people. <laughs> How you going? <laughs> Bitches. That's not what we going to do. It wasn't just, it was just, see the thing is, said it, but a lot of people have been talking about it. Don't like men with nails. And I think, I think that this was a good checkpoint for all of us to be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I think especially it's, it's okay to have a preference and be like, that's not my thing, but you have to, you have to ask yourself why and be I able think, to be honest about it. Um, and I think especially if you are questioning somebody's sexuality, mm -hmm. if you don't have the relationship or the confidence or the balls to ask that person directly, then don't, don't you go around other people and be like, oh, I think he gay, because that just feels, if that feels dangerous, that feels, that feels. And it's unfortunate dangerous. that it is dangerous because I do feel like hopefully we'll get, or I'm hopeful that we'll get to a place where you can be like, oh, it's such and such gay because it's the norm because it, or not the norm. Yeah. It's the norm that you don't know. But, you don't assume people's sexuality. Person. Yeah. What's your sexuality? Asking other people's, for other people's sexuality also. But also, if you're not cowardly. interested in dating that person, it's none of your fucking business, in my opinion. Why do you have to know that? The only reason why you should be asking me what my sexuality is, is if I'm sitting on a podcast couch, we're doing an interview, maybe then, and it's relevant. Or if you're interested in dating me and you want to know because you want to know if I date women or men. Otherwise, it's none of your business. It really yeah. isn't. Yeah. What I is the talking point there? I um. So in that effect, I th I I think you're right as well because I think there's nothing wrong with having your um, what you're attracted to. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like ain't nothing wrong, but like oh, I like a nigga that walks into the room and he's fucking bow legged with like yeah, like Say a it. certain type of energy. And I I, th I think the denial of masculine and fem feminine energy and all the ways that it is expressed in this spectrum is dope and it's like we shouldn't have to tiptoe around it but i think it's that i think it's the um the indirect assumption and the talking about it behind somebody's back without asking them with genuine curiosity without genuine care it's also the judgment behind it because you're not at, you're not having those conversations just to have those conversations. There's some kind of point that you're making about that person. Yeah. You know, yeah. right. There's a, there's a conclusion that you're drawing. So I, I did not dislike Drake's nail polish. I don't like the yellow. I don't like Drake. I, I, there's very, very, I didn't like the color choice. Yeah. I don't like, if you got yellow, Antoinette, I'd be very upset with you. I know anybody. I don't like yellow. It's just not yellow. on a dress is great. Yellow on the nail. It's nail? giving fungus. But this idea of bring masculinity back is very. We would have to talk to. Well, here's the thing. I saw that and immediately was like, oh, I'm cringing. I'm clutching my pearls, ladies. 
And I didn't, I didn't listen to the episode yet, so I have to wait. Um, but I feel like Mandy and them are smart enough to pick a, a title that's going to be provocative. I mean, said the clip. They said they don't want nigga rocking nails. They don't want them to, there's enough is enough with you slipping a slide into the feminine did aesthetic. Did they say that for all men or did they say that for the men that they want to date? I don't know, Mandy. <laughs> I don't know either. Clear this up. Shout out to you. You know no, who you me, are. Mandy, fuck around, be like, all oh, these niggas gotta stop. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, edit. But no, I think again, I don't know if I want to date somebody that has the blue and yellow nail polish. If I'm being completely honest, what my about conditioning, the black nail polish, the black nail polish. I already there's somebody I know who gets that, and I'd be like, <laughs> cool, King. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are if you made it this far in the episode. But yeah, I don't, I don't. Or you don't like point, it and I'm that's so, okay. Listen, at this I, point. I don't know if I want a nigga to wear tight ripped up jeans. I don't like that aesthetic where they, where it's real low and they're oh, pants are showing and they're tight pants. But and it's see, not the because difference it's feminine. There it's is, I don't like the aesthetic. The, di- the difference there is most people wouldn't think that was feminine. You know, most people like oh, because the gendered, the right? Gender it's the gender the, thing. The it was yeah. like people were making fun of Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler. Do you know who Jimmy Butler is? Hmm. Okay, I he's a basketball you. player, <laughs> but they were making fun of Jimmy Butler because he started the season off with lock extensions, and I was like, Jimmy okay. Butler is bowlegged as fuck. He just come right over here with them lock extensions. But anyway, I see him too. Miami Heat. Uh huh. He's in the finals now. They playing right now, which I'm he not said, watching because we're recording here. But you couldn't afford this on your fucking best day <laughs> with overtime. You couldn't afford this bitch. <laughs> Bam. All right. Finally, <laughs> Khalees is reportedly dating Bill Murray. That's Whoa. it. That's all I got. I don't know nothing else. I love that for her. <laughs> I think- I kind of love her taste in men. She had, well, we don't know about her late husband, which that is really sad. And a lot of people were like, didn't hit her husband just die? And I was like, damn, we shouldn't be policing people's, you know, people grieving. But yes, he did. Khalees is 43, looking amazing. She's young. Can I tell you something? She's young as hell. I saw Khalees online and I went and bought some of her skincare. And that I bought that shit a month ago, and it still says packaging. Khalees, stop. Tighten up. Disparaging <laughs> black <laughs> business. Khalees, I understand she? that you do it by hand. I understand that you need to ship it a month, baby. Send me my product, or she I making w- it off the off Listen, the dome. Them bees no, ain't done making that honey, girl. No, I'm it about takes to. Time. It's nature, baby. I'm about to call American Express and say, <laughs> I never received my goods. Take this off my goddamn card. But Bill Murray is 72. And it's funny, enlightened, kind, mm. a good time, well exposed, well seasoned. That Have you ever watched a Bill Murray do, interview? Uh, do me a favor. Just type in Bill Murray right now. I love this. I know. He I love like, this game you with you. Libra. I know. She's Just type it in. Type it. Yuck. Type it in. Not the, if type it's the it same in. as when you told me to um, <laughs> Tina, no. type in Tina Turner. You know how many people tweeted us and was like, "Why you got me googling this and why did they do that?" <laughs> so Bill Murray Bill was cute. Now I want no, you to he wasn't uh, back. At, you don't see the young picture of him. I thought he was he cute in Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought he was a cutie. Mm-mm. Listen, imagine that member. What that looks like. And then imagine Nas's. All I'm saying He's is rich too. But like, all I'm saying too. is Khalees. 
is really, who I think, who we have to aspire to be. Khalees goes where the love is. Because if you can go from Nas's penis to, to Bill Murray's penis of what I would imagine the two to look like, you really, you're, you're, you're moving from your heart. And I respect it. I really do. I think she's had enough. She Nas! Range. <laughs> Bill Murray, you Nas love Nas. Nas shit. Yeah, I understand. Nas hurt her. her. This is what... <laughs> This is what I'm saying. This is why I'm saying we need to move like I police. Trust, I trust her judgment. She has felt a range. I don't trust of, her judgment after what she said about Beyonce. She needed to chill. Listen, mm. I trust her judgment and love. She has experienced a range of heartache, of love. I mean, I, I know she probably loved that husband that she lost to lose a partner. Yeah. I trust her. She knows some of If there's love advice, I'm taking it from Khalees because she done experienced some things. She got the range. And Bill, you better treat her right. I know that's right, Bill. You better fund that farm. <laughs> you better start a grant for black farmers. I know that's right. Invest yeah. in that queen because she ain't playing. She knows. Shout out to her. All right, also, shout out to Kelly Rowland. That's the last thing I want to say. Kelly looks so fucking good. Catwoman don't got shit on Kelly Rowland. Kelly fine. She been fine. Say. She getting finer though. Wait, we need to go because I took the edible for the next episode and it's hitting. <laughs> all right. All, all right. So thank you all. One more episode before our little two week break. Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.